0: I am the owner of Free Method Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice empowering women to break up with diet culture by teaching them how to trust, respect, and feel safe in their bodies. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. This episode of Food Freedom Podcast is sponsored by our Free Method recipe book. It's time that you have a way to create flavor-packed meals that you enjoy that also align with your goal of food freedom. This recipe book is designed to support your intuitive eating journey so you can gain confidence in the kitchen, complete with recipes that emphasize gentle nutrition, You'll find delicious and simple recipes that allow you to win back your time. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash recipe book to get yours today. So if you're listening to this in real time, then it is a few days after July 4th. We're in the middle of the summer. It's really our first summer. Well, It really, it definitely is (laughs) our first summer since everything that was COVID and 2020. So if you're like most people, you may be kind of just going through the summer realizing, okay, I forgot what it's like to navigate family and friends and body image comments and diet culture comments, because really the past year and a half, all of most of 2020, early 2021, we weren't really in a lot of situations where we were around a lot of family or around a lot of friends. And so it's easy when we're not in those situations to kind of forget what it's like to forget what a family vacation may be like when you have a family who is super engulfed in diet culture or what hanging out with friends that you haven't seen in a while is like when they comment a lot about their bodies. So I thought it'd be helpful to dig into two steps that I like to talk with our clients through of how to navigate friends and family who are engulfed in diet culture and how to do so in a way where, you know, you still feel like you're showing up well, you're staying true to just what's important to you and to your values and you're being respectful, but you're also looking out for yourself and you're making sure that you're not you know, putting yourself in situations that then set you back steps and steps in your journey. And what I'll say too, even to preface is I know we, we live in a triggering society, right? Diet culture is super loud. It's a $72 billion industry. So obviously it's going to make a pretty big impact on our life. And so, you know, I kind of operate from the standpoint of like, there's some things in our life, some triggers in our life that we just can't really avoid. It's more so, okay, how do I learn to to Well, no tolerate. I don't know if that's the correct word. How do I learn to, you know, go to a restaurant and it's a restaurant where calories are on the menu and not order the lowest calorie option just because it's the lowest calorie option, right? Like how do I be in situations that are triggering, but maybe somewhat outside of my control and still choose freedom, and still choose the non-diet choice anyway. So that's kind of just a preface and asterisk to this conversation as well. As I know, you know, it's it's impossible to be in this environment that is a hundred percent trigger free. But at the same time, I think there are things that you know we can do to be proactive going into situations, or you know, maybe more so reactive. If it's a, if it's a situation that's newer to us or Like I mentioned, we don't (laughs) remember from the year before how triggering it was in the past. So, two steps to navigate family and friends who are engulfed in diet culture. So, the first step is prepare. And what I mean by this is one, I want you to reflect on. So, if this is something that you've done before, so let's say this is, you know, the holidays, every year, you know, you go to your grandma's house for Thanksgiving or You know, summer family vacation that you know happens every year, or whatever it may be—that's like a reoccurring event that you've had previous times that you can reflect back on. What I want you to do is sit and think through. Okay, what comments came up previously? Like, what is there? Are there people in my family? Are there people in this group of friends that can make certain comments that you know I really? don't like or that don't support my journey or that are really triggering or that you know aren't aren't super kind like what do i remember from that past situation then from that from that reflection digging into how can i protect myself so knowing you know my aunt karen may make a comment about the food that's on my plate knowing that's happened in the past how can i use that and remember that for this time now when I may be around my aunt Karen again at this family vacation, what can I do? Do I need to, you know, make sure where I sit at the table is maybe not directly next to her or if I'm in line to get food, maybe I don't need to stand like right in front of or right behind her or, you know, other things like, okay, I know my family or friends may make comments about diets or may make comments about, body image and things like that digging into you know do i need to walk away from the conversation do i need to change the subject is it a group that i feel comfortable kind of calling it out and saying like hey like we probably don't need to talk about our bodies like that or let's talk about something else besides the type of foods that we eat and again some of that just takes a level of comfort it takes a you know degree of relationship and trust with that person or those specific people another thing that can be helpful in preparing is having conversations ahead of time you know maybe there is like a trusted person or someone that you feel safe opening up to and even if it's just like hey can we have this code word and like if i say queso <laughs> That would probably be my code word. If I say queso, like that means like, can we go like meet in the living room and like, like, I I just need to get away. Like having that safe person that you can kind of count on while you're there. But it also might look like having conversations with a family member or a friend of like, Hey, this has happened in the past. And I really have been working hard on my relationship with my body the past few months so I would really appreciate if we don't, we don't talk about our body on this trip, conversations like that. And I know, like, even in saying that, I know that that's not an easy thing to do. I know that takes a lot of, you know, work in yourself. It takes a lot of courage to be able to speak up for yourself, to advocate for yourself, to have those hard conversations. And even so on that note, it may even be helpful first to spend time just writing out, like, what would I want to say? Like if I did talk to my mom or to my friend or whoever it might be, what would I want to say? And maybe writing it out first and then going to them and, and talking through that. What can be hard with Those sort of conversations is, you know, we can't control how people respond. And so we may, you know, advocate for ourselves well and have so much courage in having that conversation in the first place, but it may not go like we would want it to go. And so I think having that degree of like, okay, I'm going to do this because I know this is going to be what's best for me. But what does it look like to have this conversation and know? it still may not change, which is then going to lead into point two. But yeah. So, so that being said, step one is to prepare. So reflecting on the situation that you've been in before, if it's a setting you've been in before, how to protect yourself and note there too, if it's a situation you haven't been in before thinking through like, okay, what could be things that potentially come up? Like, or am I going on a bachelorette party and we're going to be in bathing suits or we're going to be eating out at different meals, or I'm going to be around girls that I've never really met, but I know, you know, it's very common for all people to talk about diets and talk about body image. So what, how can I protect myself if that does come up? So reflecting and, and spending time really digging into how can I prepare myself best? And then what tools do I need to do? Do I need to like, be able to walk away from conversations, change the subject? Do I need to have conversations ahead of time? All of those can be so helpful tools in preparing for situations that could be triggering. And then the second step is boundaries. And this goes into even like I was discussing with having the conversations. And, you know, unfortunately, we can't control how people respond. And so sometimes we may have conversations and people may respond wonderfully. They may be so accepting, so apologetic, like really make changes. But then there may be times where nothing changes at all, and that is where boundaries can be helpful. Um, you know, one thing that I heard once and that has just forever I feel like been tattooed in my brain is a boundary without a consequence is just a suggestion. Let me say that again, and then I'm going to dig into what that means. So a boundary without a consequence is just a suggestion. So what that means is, so when we're setting a boundary, it's because we recognize like, hey, this does not support me. Like anytime I go over to dinner at your house, I leave feeling self-conscious in my body. I leave feeling super triggered to run back to diets or whatever the, the things may be. But I always leave like... Not better than how I came and it doesn't serve me well. And so, in looking at what I can control, here's boundaries that I set up. So, maybe using that example, first, the boundary you set is hey, can we not talk about diets at the dinner table? I've really been working hard on my own journey with food and just would really appreciate if we don't talk about diets. What also is important with boundaries. You don't have to self-disclose everything. You know, that's whatever feels best to you. Like you can share as much or as little as you want. You could just leave it at like, hey, can we not talk about diets at the dinner table? Period. Or you could take it a step further and like I mentioned, talked through like, I've really been working on my relationship with food. And so it would be really helpful if that if we didn't bring that up. So let's say that's the boundary you're putting in place. You're asking for something to change for something to happen so for a conversation not to come up or for support or you're you're asking for a boundary this wall to be put up now if that boundary doesn't happen or is not honored you know the way i kind of like to operate is like okay we can show them grace we can show them compassion and you know maybe after let's say you go to the dinner and and some diet talk comes up and you go to that friend after and, you know, kind of rebring it up like, hey, like, like I mentioned, I really, really would appreciate not talking about diets. Like I really value our time together. I love coming to these Monday night dinners, but if diet talk keeps coming up, I'm going to have to say no to these dinners in the future. And that's the consequence because again, a boundary without a consequence is just a suggestion. So if we just set these boundaries of like, can we not talk about diet talk at the table? And then we see nothing changes. That's where it's okay to have some sort of consequence of like, hey, I've asked that you not comment on my body. And every time we go to the beach together, you do. So I'm not gonna be able to go to the beach with you anymore. And that's totally okay. There's no hard feelings. You're not a bad friend. You're not a bad, you know, sister, daughter, et cetera, et cetera. But you have to look out for yourself, you know, and in your journey and in recognizing like. I've come so far in working on my body image. I've come so far in healing my relationship with food. And if there's things that come up that are pushing me back to past behaviors that I know aren't supportive, that I know can be detrimental to my health, I need to set boundaries. And those boundaries need to have consequences. It's not selfish. It's not wrong. There's nothing Wrong about that. And like I mentioned, sure, there's some things that come up that are triggering that we don't have control over, but then there are things that we do have some control over. And you know, maybe even on this note, like maybe it's not totally within control, within your control to, let's say, like, not go to like a family vacation. Maybe that's something you feel like you really do need to go to, but maybe there are certain boundaries that you can still put in place on that vacation. It's seeing what, if the boundary's broken, what consequences make sense. And again, showing people grace. It doesn't mean the first time a boundary's broken that you then immediately have to just, you know, never go to the dinner again, cut that person off, whatever the boundary, the consequence may be. But if the boundary keeps being crossed and keeps being broken, you want to make sure that you're supporting yourself. And, and some other examples of boundaries is, you know, saying no to events, if nothing changes, like I said, so saying no to events, or maybe you, you set a time limit for yourself. Like maybe you go to a dinner with friends or you go to that book club or you do that event, you go to that family trip, but, but maybe you set a time limit, like you're only at the book club for an hour, or you go on the family trip, but you don't stay for the whole week. Maybe you stay for three or four days. Those can be other ways of kind of the the consequence or just the boundary in the first place. Another thing can be bringing a friend with you, someone that feels safe, someone that you can trust, someone that you know can help be a voice for you, but can also be someone that you can process through. And I think with this, and I would even maybe add a whole third step to this or even just kind of looped in with what I just talked about with prepare and with boundaries is knowing reflecting after the fact can be super, super helpful. So just like I said, in the prepare step of reflecting on times you've been in those situations before, it can be really helpful to then after a situation that's hard or maybe after a situation where you set a boundary and it went really, really well, thinking through, okay, what helped that go well? How can I make sure you know that happens again? Was it a conversation I had? Like what what went well? Or if it didn't go well, the situation, like what what didn't go well? What could I have done or what could I do in the future to protect myself? What like kind of just analyzing it? So again, boundaries is the second step and really knowing that it is okay to set boundaries for yourself. And it's okay for your boundaries to have consequences. So I hope these tips are super helpful as you navigate family this summer, as you navigate friends, as you navigate you know summer months that I know just can be harder in general for body image and for food. But I also hope that these are helpful things just year round because I know these are things that come up no matter the season, no matter if you're traveling, if you're at home, you're at work. So I highly encourage you to save this episode so you can come back and listen to this, re-listen to this, take notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, if this was helpful, I would love if you took a minute to rate and review. That's one of the ways that helps make this podcast more discoverable for other people so they can learn these tips as well. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Free Method Nutrition for more inspiring content on food freedom, intuitive eating, body respect, and many other things. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it to reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you always catch our latest conversations. See you next episode.